Mike the Hobbit here. Lowdown Brown. Inviting you to check out Geek Some of the Influence, a podcast that pairs booze with conversation with good friends. And a little nerd culture. We get a lot of colorful conversation out of our episodes, but it is here for everyone. No gatekeeping. Always level up everything we do. We'll punch up, never punch down. Exactly. So check out Geeks Under the Influence everywhere you get your podcasts and join us or die. Shut the fuck up, Hobbit. Welcome to GUI Nights. GUI Nights. Yeah, I am Lowdown Brown. With me as always, Mike the Hobbit. This is the tangential side of GUI. This is like so many of those other shows that has the after the show bit mixed with a little bit of Baywatch night, so it's a little sexier. It's a little bit after hours. Also while tying it into the previous episode of GUI, so look forward to that too, because this comes out the week after the flagship hour-long episode. So make sure to check out GUI Nights, and uh, when you're done, you can go the fuck home. The views and opinions expressed on Beautiful Disasters are those of the panelists and not those of the Geeks Under the Influence Network, their sponsors, or anyone else involved. Also, there isn't going to be a lot of adult language used on this podcast, so please keep your little kitties away, unless you don't care about them that much. Welcome back to Beautiful Disasters, Schlock Abuse Edition. Yeah. <laughs> he celebrates. Shocking. I guess I didn't go too rough on you for your first one, though, did I? No, no. Uh, this is uh, this is a little different than what Hunter has given me. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, not too bad. Yeah, I want to start off with some curveballs. You know, something just to kind of test that water. I admittedly was a little meaner to Hunter, but we'll get there. <laughs> um, <laughs> so Schlock Abuse Editions um, are ones where we challenge each other with a particular film. You know, it's mm-hmm. could be something really rough, could be something a lot of fun. More oftentimes than not, they are some sort of questionably, <laughs> uh, questionably enjoyable film. Yes, um, indeed. But, you know, and here on Beautiful Disasters, we already celebrate the cult, the bee, the, the weird, the, uh, the unwanted stepchildren of cinema. That's true. Um, we want them all, um, even occasionally when they hurt us. But like I said, I don't think this one was too bad. Um, as I am Murphy, and I assigned Groot's what for your first lock abuse from me? A movie I had never heard of. <laughs> which is challenging sometimes yeah. like you know there are those obviously adventures in dinosaur city yep from 1991 yep you knew i had to give you something dinosaur oh related. man so uh this was a lot of fun in a, in a weird very schlocky way this movie it was a tv movie mm-hmm I don't. I did not research what network it was on, but it was definitely made for TV, uh, and it was only ever released up through VHS. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Never got a modern format. I know. I'm really heartbroken about it. Actually, yeah, there's no laserdisc. There is no. Uh, there's. I mean, there's no DVD. Nothing. Yeah. So, ended up watching this on YouTube. 
it was a pretty low res copy, but I definitely got the gist of what this was. And right. my first instinct watching the first, you know, like 15 minutes of it was that this was like it felt like one of those like really shitty like later sequels of like Honey I Shrunk the Kids. <laughs> you know? Okay, I, I can, you know what? I can I can see that as you know, being something a, uh... that like Maybe had at one point started off as like a big budget concept, and then mm-hmm. and then it was like this was like several versions later. Oh, I mean, it wasn't like there was it was necessarily low budget. It was just '90s cheese to the max, right? Well, I mean, considering what they did in this movie, they spent some money on this. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. This movie cost money because it was all kinds of rubber suits and lots of sets, models, explosions. Mm -hmm. It was bananas. So, uh, let me get into this movie. Adventures in Dinosaur City. Yeah. So, uh, a little bit of background, because I had the opportunity to research a little bit. Mm -hmm. Basically, nobody in this movie uh, was recognizable. There's one. There is basically one. Uh, There's the guy who played Mr. Big... Uh, the Mr. Big character, I guess, was behind the rubber suit of Mr. Big. Oh, I, I was thinking of a different person. Okay. Was uh, somebody by the name of R.A. Mihailov, mm-hmm. who uh, played Leatherface in Texas Chainsaw 3. Oh, nice. Um, the only other person that I knew uh, that I recognized the name of uh, was, I guess, the voice or something of Rex or Old Rex. I think daddy rex and that was tony doyle uh who's like a british character actor he was in like circle of friends and shit and then the um uh the director basically did nothing yeah uh, this he, was like he did this thing. movie he did uh some movie some indie drama called not since casanova and he did an ed wood documentary yep. that was it that that was the guy yep so like this movie is <laughs> Is nobody knows there is who the there is one other star in it. Is there star. Omri Katz, the kid that it plays like the younger of the three, was uh, Max Dennison in Hocus Pocus. Oh, I never saw that. You never saw Hocus Pocus? No. With the Sanderson sisters? Really? No. The like Disney kids movie about the witches? No, I got too old for Disney. But. Yeah, like after like. Put Kathy Najimy. Put after, Bette Midler. After the Rocket. Put Sarah Se- Jessica Parker being hot. That's not ever happened. No, it happened. Did it? It happened. Oh my! <laughs> after the Rocketeer, I was done with Disney. Because they they that should have been an awesome big blockbuster movie, and it failed. And this is a phrase that I've never heard anyone say been five, to me before. There should have been five more Rocketeer movies. I. Okay, this is clearly something that I have uncovered that we have to put a pin in for another time. No, that's fair. <laughs> Holy crap, I didn't... <clears throat> I lifted a rock that I didn't know was a rock, <laughs> yeah, and no. ghosts came out. Yeah, no, I, uh, you will find that I am not knowledgeable or familiar with most uh, children's movies after, like, the mid-90s. Uh, it's, it's a good, fun, like, creepy kid... Like, aimed at kid movie. Like, this one? The Hocus Pocus. 
Oh, oh, Hocus yeah, Pocus. Yeah, yeah, but um, no, but this one, this one was one from my childhood, uh, which I know doesn't shock you. Um, so no, I it's definitely it's it's definitely something that like I get. A hundred percent. Watching this movie, I get like being a kid and seeing this on TV. Mm-hmm. You're gonna love this movie. Yeah, and then you're gonna feel like it was a fever dream mm-hmm. that that and like what was it called? Like I, I swear this movie existed. Mm-hmm. There are movies like that from. From my youth too. Yeah, but um, so this movie opens with um, uh, sort of like a, like a musical number situation that sounds like Danny Elfman, but it's not. Mm-hmm. Okay, so I'm already like, okay, they're 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 going there, like they're going for like a like a sort of fantasy like adventurey thing. Um, we open with like three shitty suburban kids <laughs> being lame as fuck. Hey, dinosaur clubs aren't lame. I guess. But, like, it's like a little boy who's, like, what, 10 or some shit? I do not know what ages they were supposed to be. I I'm going to be real. I thought the girl was his older sister, and then there was, like, a potential boyfriend for her. Like, So there were two, like, 13-ish year old kids, right? And they are, they're fucking, like, you know, having their dinosaur club. Meanwhile which I can only assume is the parents of, like, the little boy, mm-hmm. uh, they're in their garage with, like, a crazy, like, mad scientist setup going on. Yep. Where they have, you know, they're... It's so much like Honey, I Shrunk the Kids. Mm-hmm. Because they've got, the they've got like, a, they got a big, giant, like, laser machine cannon set up in front of, like, an orange. And they zap an orange into a TV... Mm-hmm. And then it returns, and they're like, "Oh my God, we did it!" Mm-hmm. But we have to prove it with a human trial. But oh shit, <laughs> we've got to go to this conference. What time is it? Because they're you know mm-hmm. disorganized scientists, and yeah, they don't know. So, <laughs> so they have to fucking run out and be like, "Kids, you know, uh, stay out of the stay out of the lab or the garage, or whatever mm-hmm. the fuck, and like be good. We'll be back in a few hours." But you know that shit's not going to happen. Mm-hmm. So then we have the kids, the mischievous kids, heading into the garage. And, you know, the parents or the scientist parents have set up the machine to be, like, ready to go when they get back. Because time is of the essence. Mm-hmm. And yet the kids go in and they trigger the machine. But do you remember what they, they were doing? Like, why they went in there? Well, they wanted to play a movie on the big screen, yeah, right? Yeah, they had their, like, a dinosaur movie. So they had a, uh, yeah, a dinosaur VHS to play mm-hmm. on the big screen, which was a old-school projection TV, like those big box, giant projection TVs from the late 80s. Mm-hmm. In the room, probably, like, a 60-inch screen. Yeah, it was a, a big honk of TV. Yeah, like, yeah. I get why they wanted to watch. That was expensive back then. They're big time. Their dinosaur team cartoon on this. So yes, it was a dino cartoon. And they all they knew all the characters, mm-hmm. and they start playing it. They activate the machine. Shit goes down, and they get fucking sucked in there. Mm-hmm. Now they get sucked in, and it's no longer a cartoon. Yep, it's fucking real, super real, rubber suit real. <laughs> so what do we got here? We did have a sequence with the animated cartoon with a Mr. Big song. 
Yeah, um, that was when they. Uh... That was that was still in in the room. Uh, it, it felt like a Flintstones ripoff in some way. Mm-hmm. Um, the only thing I could think was like these kids are too old to be watching cartoons. I watched cartoons forever of that age, of the, of that level. Cartoons forever, you know. But whatever. <laughs> so uh, the love for dinosaurs uh, knows no age. Okay, so. When these kids fuck with a machine and they get transported to the dino dimension, mm-hmm. they're suddenly in a new world. And it's kind of like, um, what can I say? It, it feels like a giant set that would be in a in like a very immersive amusement park attraction. Mm-hmm. Okay? Big sets, lots of foliage. Like if somebody were to make like a like a Jurassic Park... I think Experience. you. I think you really put your finger on it before when you said, "Honey, I shrunk the kids," because there is an immersive "Honey, I shrunk the kids" like place at Disney World where they have like giant ants and like all these like slides and things and no all of shit. that. Yeah. So I think really? that like you really put your finger on that feeling there. So yeah, there's. Um, yeah. Okay. That makes a lot of sense. Then. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> so they were. They probably were writing off of some of that, but also that's just sort of. Uh, the the feeling of like this style of film from that era, that like the sets were big and rubbery and built and kind of like yes, like they gave them texture to let you know how real they were, but the texture itself let you know that they had built a model, you know. But they still look pretty good. Yeah. No, I'm not. I'm not knocking. I mean, like this was definitely like at least. Star Trek The Next Generation level, like, set building. Mm-hmm. Like, it looked pretty good. It looked yeah. good for what I could see. Um, and these kids, you know, they're exploring this new, uh, you know, this new landscape, whatever. And they end up finding this little, like, mouthy fucking dino Muppet. <laughs> okay? And they're like, you know, they obviously recognize him... As like the real life or the real life version of the cartoon, one of the cartoon characters, mm-hmm. and they they start getting together with him. Um, and basically, the the gist is is that there there are some bad elements that are uh, jeopardizing Sore so, City. Yeah, Sore City, Dino Sore City, mm-hmm. and this little this little fucking like mouthy Muppet motherfucker. And Tartown, right? That was the other one, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Little mouthy motherfucker was like, well, I mean, something needs to be done, but, like, who's going to do it? And they're like, we will. We're, like, we're the champions. Like, mm-hmm. we're, we're here to, to fight. And uh, they grab his ass against his will, by the way. Uh, <laughs> they got to go save uh, Source City. And he's like, well, I mean, like, there's, there's no good way to get there. I mean... And they're pointing at this map, and it's like, well, what about, like, the straight route? And he's like, you can't go there. That goes through Extinction Grove. <laughs> you know, and you you can't... Doesn't something happen that causes them to have to, like, go on this journey, though? Well, they, um... Like, weren't there... Didn't, like, a bunch of, like, the cave people come in and steal some shit? Well, they... They started on the journey, but they... The, uh, they were, they were going to go on the journey. They went... They ended up at a... They ended up at a weird ass like casino. 
a dino casino. Uh-huh. Okay, so there's gambling there. There's a bar. There's, uh, there's, there's, uh, okay, by the way, uh, humans in this world are second-class citizens for the most part. Like, there's those, like, cavemen that are basically, like, the muscle for the bad guys. Mm-hmm. But also, at this weird-ass, like, fucking casino bar situation, human females are the showgirls. Human all... females are the showgirls in this world, for the most part. Well, I mean, obviously, yeah. we don't have dino females in this fucking world, for sure. Right, just crush my dreams. I did, yeah. <laughs> Sorry. We... I didn't watch that movie. But, uh, yeah. So they're the ones up there, and we've got like, we've got like dinos like playing poker, being drunk, drunk. Uh, there's uh, weird ass little like, like Muppet dinosaurs mm-hmm. as bartenders. I just thought that like to start like everything like the cavemen came in and stole like some battery thing and made off with it, and it was going to cause like a volcano to explode or something. Yes, I think okay. so. Wait. So we've got a human burlesque show and a dinosaur casino. Oh, yeah. I did get ahead of myself. Sorry. <laughs> I'm right. Uh, so, yeah. The uh, the mammals... It's explained that the ma- that the mammals, humans, are kind of like second-class citizens. These, uh, these dumb kids that are in this, this strange world uh, purposefully open the gate to, like, this... What looks like a labyrinth. Like mm-hmm. a shady labyrinth. And they go in. They pass by this giant like dino death reaper skull uh, uh, (laughs) statue they end up like having to run from this giant fucking snake tries Mm -hmm. to eat the girl that's when they hit the uh, dino casino okay so this was they went through that was them going they went through like grove it was like the first yeah that was like the first uh level okay right yeah of the game they get to the dino casino that have hookers and the humans are freaks and the showgirls and um, <laughs> both of the boys, the young boy and the teenage boy, both get fondled during a music number, a music dance number by the showgirls. Like the, it's yeah, wildly inappropriate and ridiculous. It's amazing. Like I, <laughs> I would have loved to have seen this on TV <laughs> as a child. Like what is happening? <laughs> and then a giant ass fucking bar fight breaks out. Mm-hmm. Because there's like these, uh, we get introduced to like these wisecracking freaking cavemen folk that we learn later are like the henchmen for like the villain, Mr. Big. Mm-hmm. And they come in and uh, they end up like pissing off Rex, who is our like dino hero. Mm-hmm. Okay. And then he's got his like Tricera dude, uh, like sidekick. Yeah. They're just trying to like play some poker. Yeah, you know, or some shit, and uh, they're not. They end up getting into a fight, and it's a it's a big fucking like brawl with all the hijinks. Every like fight action hijink you could think of, like people getting bonked on the head with like fucking like little birds flying around their head, shit like that. <laughs> people getting launched out of plate, like sliding ev- across the bar, everything. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It, it, honestly, kudos. They like the. All the effects people and stunt people got paid on this movie. I fucking love it for that reason only. <laughs> and in big rubber suits. And big rubber suits, all the special makeup, all the, like, people... Yeah. I, I'll talk about that more later. <laughs> I, I, I fucking love that shit. So, 
the fight ends and the cave the cavemen assholes are they're defeated and they're the lackeys of mr big so the reluctant dino hero rex Mm -hmm. decides to join the kids and the little tiny muppet dinosaur Mm -hmm. that they have with sorry sorry yep and they're like hey we got to go do this thing, but we got to go through uh, the fucking extinction grove. Like, like we got to we got to go through the hard shit. You know, it's like going to Mordor. Yeah. And uh, but he's reluctant, but he goes. So uh, on their journey, they you know they have some secret passage like journey bonding. Mm-hmm. The two older like early teens kind of connect. Mm-hmm. They have a kiss. Oh, awesome! Nice. So cute. So and nice. um, and then not long after that, there there was a sequence where Mister Big is like, he's is corralling his uh, cavemen thug troops, mm-hmm. and he's like, "All right, we need to go get these guys." Like, yeah. trying to fuck up my plan. Real quick, I just can you paint me a picture of what uh, I think it's is it Tops and Rex? Are that are those their names? Yeah, Rex and I can't remember. Tops, yeah, Tops Tops. Was, was the same. Yeah, but like, what do they look like? These so they're not on all fours. Like, do they, do they no, have, no, like, no. The regular like T Rex arms oh, or I, like. No, I should I should have mentioned they're about human height, maybe like six feet, mm-hmm. on two legs, mm-hmm. and um, uh, I mean it's it's like dinosaurs. The uh, what dinosaurs? The show. Oh yeah, the anthropomorphized ones. That's exactly what it is. Like, like great big boxer arms instead of yeah, little. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. The T Rex, Rex, doesn't have little tiny, you know, little tiny shrimp arms. Like he has like full on arms. Yeah. And um, you know, uh, Tops is just as capable. You know, they're they're mm-hmm. like they're full on like hero characters. Yeah. Okay. You know, I just wanted but, to get that like image of that. Indeed. Yeah. 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 They're, they're the, uh, yeah, they're the big rubber suit, like, humanoids. Mm-hmm. Humanoid dinos. Okay, so now we've got Mr. Big's plan. So we got Mr. Big's plan. He is he has organized his, um, his cavemen thugs mm-hmm. to go ambush them on their journey through the, uh, fucking extinction grove. Whatever, like, yeah. it's the, it's the, it's the misty journey to, to whatever their, their mm-hmm. goal is. And uh, there's a big fight sequence. Mm-hmm. Waves and waves of these cavemen dudes come in. And they're fighting and they're fighting, fending them off, fending them off. The kids are actually doing very well, mm-hmm. considering these are like brutal prehistoric dudes yeah. with giant clubs. Like they're actually like doing well, mm-hmm. you know? And it's a lot of funny gag, you know, sort of violence humor. Yeah. However, the youngest pulls out a remote control. Mm-hmm. Freezes one of them and figures out that his m- remote control is a goddamn magic wand in this dimension. Mm-hmm. He's able to freeze them, reverse them, and that's a power that gets back to Mr. Big. And he's like, I want that shit. Legit, yeah. I'd want that shit too. And he figures that out fast enough that he gets more of his dudes down there to kidnap the kid mm-hmm. with the fucking remote control. Mm-hmm. So, kid gets nabbed with the remote control. Now, there has to be the two remaining children 
Rex and Top, they got a mount a rescue mission. Mm-hmm. And uh, they end up going to this like tower, which mm-hmm. is the which is like the hold up hideout lair mm-hmm. of Mr. Big. Yeah. Where he has all his people. He's got all the cavemen like thugs. He's got sexy cave girls that dance for him. Mm-hmm. Legit. I would he's, too. Yeah, he's got it going on. My favorite of the uh, sexy cave girls is our like ditzy version of Mae West as a cave woman. Yes. Yeah. I'm, I'm a fan of her. I swear to God, like Poison Ivy from The Cramps was dressed like her <laughs> at one point. That would have been amazing. That's all I, that's all I thought. So... Uh, they decide, okay, they get to this location, they have to infiltrate. Mm -hmm. How are they going to do it? So, uh, the two, like, early teens dress up in caveman gear. (laughs) Very convincing. And they're going to be like, okay, well, we're humans, so we we got to dress the part. We got to dress like cavemen. It's like, all right, so we got to make our way in. And I distinctly remember this 13-year-old girl who has already had obviously some serious action and she's like fended off like some attackers at this point but she decides that she is capable of using her sexuality to lure two cavemen thug dudes Mm -hmm. away from their post Mm -hmm. in order to gain access and the idea was that she was going to lure them away and then like Rex and Tex and Rex and Tops. Tops and, <laughs> and the other one, and the other kid uh, would fucking fuck him up. But she ended up getting, like, a handle of the club and, like, fuck these guys up herself. <laughs> and I was like, oh, shit. Mm-hmm. So, you know, kudos. But um, giant fight sequence breaks out. Mm-hmm. Okay. They gain access, and they got to, you know, it's not quite the raid, but they got to fight their way up a ways yeah. You know, they got different bosses, including like a, I don't know if he was like a servant. He was like Knickknack from a, from a Man with a Golden Gun. You know, it's like a little dude. Here's Plates. Little man. From Skin Deep. Plates from Skin Deep, exactly. Yeah. He was like the last boss to get through before they got to uh, Mr. Big. Oh, but didn't Rex encounter someone pretty important from his past in the time? He did. Uh, he got to the prison level, wherever that was, and his father was there mm-hmm. rex senior who i think was voiced by tony doyle mm-hmm. so he's like oh my god i thought you were dead you know and they had a little moment mm-hmm. it was nice and um he finds out that mr big poisoned his father's mind to make him yes uh give over the keys to source city and a whole bunch of other shit yep. yeah, it's a bad scene all these years he's thought his father was a traitor and his father's been in prison. That's why he's been drinking and gambling so much. You know, he's mm-hmm. been he's been rough. Yeah. So he has a little bit of like a realization moment, a little bit of catharsis, but the fight still has to go on. Mm-hmm. And uh, we get up to like basically the final boss situation. You know, mm-hmm. where after he's reunited with his dad, he has to fucking destroy. We got we got to destroy the tower. It's the right. only way to go. Yeah. There's a fuse. It needs to be pulled. And uh, someone needs to stay behind to um, open up the fucking uh, lava flow from below mm-hmm. to blow the shit. Mm-hmm. Big fight between Rex and Mr. Big. 
and he's able to like he's able to like best Mr. Big and they're able to to escape but somebody has to stay behind mm-hmm. to fucking pull the fuse mm-hmm. yeah. right? one fuse. person to move the, the plank and, and the it's person. gotta be the little fucking Muppet yeah I'm sorry little, little, the little pterodactyl little pterodactyl I can't fly he's gonna fly gonna fly <laughs> pulls the thing and it's like jump jump and he jumps and he flies yeah finally like you know it's almost like evolution just happened right <laughs> then and there and uh, so and then meanwhile like the father of Rex Rex senior is sacrificing himself by like knocking over a pillar to allow the uh, the floor to come up and like lava to come in which explodes the entire tower into mm-hmm. like green explosion flame mm-hmm. which is awesome and um wait a minute remote death the kid killed somebody with his remote yeah control. he killed mr big that's what it was yeah that was the death of mr big yeah he got the batteries back from his friend because he wouldn't tell mr big why the remote wouldn't work that's right that's how Mr. Big died. Mm-hmm. I almost forgot that shit. Yeah. Which, I should say, like, I fell asleep watching this movie the other night. Oh. And finished it earlier today. Mm-hmm. And I should have remembered that shit. <laughs> so, okay. the the senior Rex sacrifices himself. Mm-hmm. Tower comes down, explodes. Mm-hmm. Emotional moment. And now... Everyone's like, oh, we have succeeded. We can now return mm-hmm. Source City to, you know, it's, you know, they take, I guess they needed the fucking... They uh, put the battery back in time to both stop it, things from blowing up and to allow the power to come back for them to... Right, the fuse is back. Yeah, back. Yeah. yeah, it's perfect. Source City's back. And then the uh, the ditzy cave girl makes a some kind of quip about... You know, one giant leap for womankind, or oh, because the because the other girl um, beats up another uh, of the cavemen. Yes, uh, and she high fives her and said, "One giant leap for womankind." Yes. I mean, anyway, you didn't mention their like sweet like thing where they do their like they pull their arms to one side and then the other and then they like shake them up and down. And they all thunder in. Oh yeah, yeah they, they, they they definitely had their own like. Uh... It's not a handshake, but it's a handshake. Yeah, yeah. it's kind of like their their own little like thing. Yeah. So, you know, there's a, there's a sad goodbye, but you know they've saved the day. The kids end up going back into the real world. Mm-hmm. Boo. And then uh, they come out, and the parents come back from their conference. Yeah. Nobody believed us. They thought we were talking about some bullshit, like you know, you know, like like we were talking making about making orange juice, orange yeah. juice or some shit. And the kids are like, "Okay, well, don't be mad, but let me show you something." And that's where the movie ends, mm-hmm. where they end up taking them back to, uh, you know, to, to back to Tar Town. Oh yeah, the, one of the questions we'll always have Tar Town. Yeah, <laughs> indeed. Yeah. <laughs> so overall, this movie was. Super fun, and eleven-year-old Anthony would have fucking loved this shit. Over the moon by it, and both mm-hmm. my little brothers would have loved this shit. This would have been one of the movies that we would have watched over and over and over again, oh, worn, yeah. worn out the VHS. Oh yeah, no, I've definitely 
100%. Definitely did that to a few films like this. So it's, um, well, it's definitely interesting. Like, I, I don't normally watch kids' movies now. Right. So which is part like, of why I made sure to give you one. Cause yeah, no, I, and I, I don't hate it. You know, like, I, it definitely could have been way worse. Mm-hmm. So, but. Could have been Three Ninjas High Noon at Mega Mountain. I have not seen that one. You haven't seen that has the Hulkster in it. Hulk Hogan. What is that? The third one? Second one? The fourth one. Fourth. Because uh. there's three ninjas, three ninjas kick back, three ninjas knuckle up, and then three ninjas high noon at Mega Mountain. And I wish I didn't remember all of those. <laughs> wow! I have not seen the fourth one. No. I have not. But anyway, this one was super fun. Um and Definitely schlock. Uh, I would mm. love to see this. Somebody go into the vault of whatever TV station or TV studio that made this. Dust off the old tapes. Restore it a little bit. Put it out. I would love that. I'd I'm, buy it. I bet there's a bunch of stuff like this that's that's out there. From oh, there the, definitely are. From that, like... That... Like, I would say mid-80s to, to mid-90s sweet spot that we got a bunch of this stuff. Yeah, I'm still waiting for, like, places. a really good transfer. There was a kid's movie that Henry Thomas did after E.T. called Frog Dreaming that what? was done in Australia. That sounds so cool. And I have, like, a a copy of it. Like, mm-hmm. it was, like, only ever done through, like, VHS or maybe Laserdisc. I don't know how, you know, like, and... It's not even, it's like full screen, so I don't even know mm-hmm. if like it was shot in widescreen. But like, that's another thing. Like, there's like a this. bunch of stuff that like I went down the rabbit hole through YouTube and was like, I'm gonna find all these motherfucking dinosaur movies I watched when I was a kid that I half remember. And I found some like informational, like, I found two informational claymation ones, ones that's <laughs> a little bit more of like, the Harryhausen style of claymation nice. and the and another one that's got like all different styles of like more realistic to like like kids play-doh coming together and separating where it's Fred Savage narrating a book report about dinosaurs. Fuck yeah. Um, so I found all sorts of stuff that you know I just Well I know there's at least two if not three sequels to uh, Hell Comes to Frogtown so I've got Oh we should look for those. I've got two of them. I don't well, know. I know what we're third. watching. I don't at know some if point. third actually exists, but in any case, we're gonna have to start doing uh, <laughs> start a segment on 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 uh, sequels and uh, syndication. And insane, things. insane yeah. bullshit. In any case, Seriously. I'm not mad about this schlock abuse, but uh, cool. we should uh, we should tie this off with a bow. All right. Well, uh, thank you for withstanding the torture of your first schlock abuse. From the land of childhood and rubber masks, I I strangely enjoyed it, uh, which is which is something I cannot say for all schlock abuse that I've had <laughs> so far. All right, well, I'll try not to be quite as nice next time. But until then, to find out when we will be back at it once more, uh, you can find us on social media as Beautiful Disasters Podcast. Um, you can find us at Geeks Under the Influence as well. You can find GUIPadcast.com yep. um, where you can find connections to all of the shows under the network, some merch, some Amazon links. Give us a little kickback, get us some money. Oh, yeah. um, find us on Instagram at beautiful underscore disasters underscore podcast. Uh, and send us an email. Email us 
uh, schlock abuse suggestions, email us episode suggestions. Make sure that we've heard about whatever bananas new movie you're into. That's you know? right. Don't assume that we have seen things unless we've got an episode on it. We want to know. <laughs> we want to explore, and we Absolutely. need your help to do it. So uh, We love all that stuff. So for Beautiful Disasters, I have been Murphy. I've been the Groots. All right. Stay beautiful, motherfuckers. Hey guys, Scotty P here with Smash on your left, and we are the Geek Fathers. That's right, bringing all the trials and tribulations of being a geeky parent. So welcome to our world. And as always, join us or cry. My name is Amy Bogard. And I'm Mike the Hobbit. And we are the hosts of Deeply Upsetting, where we use our expertise to answer your most upsetting hypothetical quandaries, such as what non-wigged animal deserves wings? And what body part deserves a secret mouth? Which cryptid is the worst roommate? These questions and more that plague you will be answered on Deeply Upsetting, available anywhere you get your podcasts and at GUIPodcast.com. <laughs>